Hey everyone. So, um, you can't run away, right? You can try. Most people do, right? Oh, I'm going to go travel the world or I'm going to, you know, become, you know, a huge business leader or I'm going to just, I'm going to, you know, marry the most beautiful person. You know, you cannot run from this stuff. I mean, you can try. I certainly did. You can try. But this stuff will keep chasing you. And as we know, you know, life is in constant movement, right? There's no stationary place. You don't arrive anywhere. It's always just on the move. So, you know, there is no final destination. It's just always arriving, going, arriving, going, creating, destroying, right? So you have to go through it, right? You you have to face it down. There was a great line I just heard from, I love surfing, this guy, Kenny La, uh, Kai Lenny, he's fabulous. And he said, you know, you have a choice with fear. You can either um, or abdicate to it or you can make it into your superpower. So you just have to keep going in. I think about those huge waves they surf, right? 100 foot or Nazare waves, they're fucking huge. You have to make your fear your superpower. <clears throat> and that means you have to keep going into it. You have to keep going into it. Um, in the process of this journey, my last retreat, which is my fourth retreat down in Peru, was by far the most difficult, the most revealing, the most powerful. And, you know, in it, I, you know, I'd seen who I'd been in another life and, you know, how I'd been trapped in this one by these forces. Um, And when I returned from that retreat, there was just silence in my head. Like, it was literally the last six months have just been one day. Like, there's just this one... It's just me in this this sort of darkness, right? It's just I'm face to face with it and beyond it lies my power, right? And it takes a while for you to truly wake up. You know, if you've been imprinted and coded, right? If a satellite's hit the earth and the whole earth is iced over and the dinosaurs have died and basically, you know, the world is at a standstill, that's pretty much what these codes are like. They literally you know, take over. They literally shut you down if they're really overwhelming. And it takes a lot of work to see, A, that you're stuck, like really stuck, not like, oh, I think, you know, no, I'm talking like, fuck, I'm stuck. And to keep going in to face the energies or the codes or the software that keeps us stuck, right? So it's not a 1-800, you know, you get a pill kind of thing. You really have to it's it's a real um yeah it, it's 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 a real healing because you really have to wake up right you can keep hiding but this thing is always going to keep coming at you once the medicine is in you you know she's going to stick you in that you know she's going to stick your face in that shit right over and over and over until you fully recognize how stuck you are and what owns you um again we can all try to cover up for it again, you know, run, hide, vacation, great Instagram stories, the whole thing. But at the end of the day, you know, this thing will win. It will keep you trapped unless you face it. And of course, who wants to face it? I don't, you know. But in the end, it's kind of like 
that's what you go in to do if you're doing the medicine. You're going in to say, no, I'm done. I don't care what it is. I want out. Um, and it was only recently that I could say, oh, my God, I was completely buried. Like, I was never here. Everything I showed up as was a survival mechanism, right? My work, my friends, everything was, I was like literally, I, I wasn't here. I was completely shut down. It was like a stampede on arrival, just like whoosh, over. And so everything I created was this sort of version of a person, you know, to be liked and to you know, always looking for a version of itself in somebody else, which of course makes you the slave of everybody, right? So it's very difficult to see just, you know, because our egos want us to say, no, we're winning, we're this, we're, look at us, look at, you know, I'm, I'm doing it, I'm here. And it's very difficult to really see the truth of your mechanism because you spent your whole life refusing it because the terror was so big, right? So the act of going into the fear and the terror is your is the greatest act of victory because it means yeah i'm willing to see that i've never been here like never like i i, I only it's like recently i was like oh my god i i've never been here i was just used by one person and another and i couldn't have power and one of the reasons i couldn't have power was because I was being sent to be abused, right, to this pedophile ring. So if I didn't do that, my parents wouldn't eat. So I was literally, you know, their lifesaver. So I couldn't have, having power anywhere here, having power with this pedophile, having power with my own family, it, they were completely weak and useless, right? So for them to have power, I had to refuse my power right? For them to eat, I would have to accept and accommodate this horror. It was horror. And most of this horror, by the way, in these underground tunnels were all the darkness, you know, the church, the clergy, the politicians, people with power, using children as a way of owning power over children. It's just disgusting. So all of this is mostly institutions just vile, vile, vile. I don't know how anybody can sit in these, vile, in these cathedrals and Ugh, it's just disgusting. So, um, so yeah, it's it's when you go into it, you really see the the makings of who you are, the the, the foundations of what the fear was. My was if I if I have power here, first of all, I die because ain't no one got any power here. Number two, you know, I'm responsible for my parents' life, so they die. And I've got to embolden them because they feel like they're nothing. This is, again, this is all in the, in the mind of a child. This is not in the mind of an adult. So what happens in these overwhelming kind of like huge waves hitting you, like meteors, is you get frozen in that code. You get frozen in that fear. And it, everything that arises from it is rooted in it. So every person I made out of this sort of mess and horror was rooted in all of that code, right? I glorified it and made it, but I had no idea, first of all, because I'd shut it down. I had to shut it down to survive. I had to, I had to save them and I had to shut down the truth of what had happened, 
right? So we could all survive. So whatever the, the overwhelm of your code, right? It's, it's that code that needs to be dissolved. It, that's that code that needs to be seen. And in my case, it came again. It's coming from a virus that, you know, basically is... Um, I suspect it's, it's, it's a virus. It doesn't come from here, that's clear. But it mixed with, you know, human biology and whatever. It can shapeshift. That shit doesn't even matter. I mean, it's important because it's here and it needs to be eradicated, right? But it's more important how, also how you see what it's done right? Because you've got to see the mechanism of you. You've got to see the motherboard of you. And the motherboard is the mechanisms of how you function, right? So in my case, all of this was set up so I would have no power, right? To have power would mean the death of my own family. They wouldn't eat. We'd all die, right? If I, in any way, didn't submit to this filth, this vile pedophile who's basically some virus thing, then I would die, right? So the whole thing is just like one big fucking tattoo that says, don't have power. If you do, here are the consequences. You all die. Your siblings die your parents die. So for, for a child to, because again, it's your child you're going to heal. It's not you now. You've, you've had 10,000 different configurations. You've, in the medicine, you've dissolved all these excuses for them, right? You've excused them. You've agreed to what you had to agree. You had, I had no choice, right? I was a child. So it's a major mechanism, right? It's a imagine a sprawling continent of wires in this building of you, right? It's not about victimhood or what. It's it's not. It's just this is these are the facts, right? The medicine is always saying, okay, we're going to go through all of these refusals. Let's go through the facts. Let's relive them. Let's relive the events, right? Well, behind all these events was this virus. This was a trap. We're going to castrate you on arrival. So what you're fighting for is your power. And what you're fighting against is the fear of your child that says, if I, give, if I have power, well, first of all, I don't really have any power, right? That's what you say. Oh, I don't have any power. Because, you know, you've got these looming monsters around you. So the child thinks, I don't have any power. If you're... You know, if a child is thrown into a world of, you know, evil, then the evil looms up, you know, 20 feet above it. So it just knows, like, oh, my God, I have no power, right? And in my case, this fucking evil scumbag, um, you know, took me around each of these rooms to show me how these children were being tortured and hurt to make sure that I would realize how powerless I was, right? So this is no... You know, this is no, I mean, this was like, we're going to cement this into you. So when you're, so of course, when you're going to face this, you're facing all of this terror, right? You're facing everything that was done to you to take back your power, right? Um, 
And there's all the shame and the guilt and the, you know, it's all refusal. But in a sort of like nuclear way. Um, you know, I saw the face of somebody yesterday. I was like, oh my God, who's a family member. I was like, oh, it was gross. I couldn't even look at it. It was like, it just sent shivers through my spine of just, you know, how they're all made, they're all, all made of this horror. Um, and that's a true feeling. It's not, you know, again, you have your authentic response to everything. Um, so that, it's, it's very difficult for anyone who's just about to go into the medicine to realize how deep, how thorough, how the medicine is going to like take every single wire out of you. It's like a very tightly um, constructed tapestry that's like, the size of a continent that this medicine is undoing. It's de-threading every piece of you, right? And it's gonna, you're going to meet the things and the forces that have refused your existence, right? With me, it was no power. It's like having no muscles, right? It's like, so now... You're building muscles as you face all this stuff. Imagine that you're like this little puny, sort of anorexic, almost, I feel like, you know, it's like being, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like watching those poor people at, from the Second World War, right? When they were, they were all those, they found them. Those, the Jews, you know, they, they found these camps and these people were like barely alive they were non-human that's what it's like when you're coming back to who you are that's how much catastrophe how much starvation of your life has happened when you're coming to face these forces right it's your power that's stolen in these underground tunnels that's what they were doing the children they were taking their power i remember the Jesuit said, you know, give me a child from zero to seven, I give you a Jesuit for life. For me, I feel that this whole institution of this disgusting religion is responsible for most of the darkness in this life because they infiltrated everybody with terror and fear. I mean, again, it's just my opinion, but like, it seems to me like it comes in, you know, with a, with a sheep's clothes, you know, it looks all sheepy, but it's really a fucking wolf. Oh, we'll take care. We'll contact God for you. No, it's a fucking piece of evil. So, <clears throat> it's just my opinion. So, because it's like it's like you know it, it it's like grooming a child. Yeah. Oh, aren't you sweet? You want to play with toys, and then before you know it, they're trying to fucking rape you. Same shit. Oh, we contact God. Yeah, yeah. Bullshit. You know, they don't come in as like, you know, they don't come in as the warrior, you know, with the big Viking, the the big helmet that looks like a monster. No, they come in all like, yeah, we're connected to God. It's the biggest heap of shit. So this power taking, and it's not just me, it's a lot of, you know, it's here. I mean, I, when I was in Sarah, in, in, in the jungle, I saw family members who were part of this darkness, right? So it's a virus, it shapeshifts, it moves in and out of people, but it's here. And 
you know, had you said to me this like 10, eight years ago, I'd been like, what are you, are you saying, Maria? What are you talking about? I was like, yeah. You know, I have a friend who's a shrink whose patients talk about this and they're like on the spectrum. So it's like, oh my God, you know. But again, you can't not know the truth when you're in the medicine because you're going into another dimension. You're going to an unlocked consciousness. And in that unlocked consciousness is all this information that you don't have here. It's advanced technology, it's other beings, it's other, you know, if, you, if we think we're the only ones, like, you know, a little planet in 400 billion suns in one galaxy, imagine there's millions of galaxies. So, you know, first you've got to get past the notion that you're that important because you're not. And we're just the only ones because we're not. So in that, other con- in that unlocked consciousness, you have access to so much information, so much advanced technology and, yeah, other universes. And, you know, string theory, whatever, tells you, is for, you know, they proved it in the mathematics, but I don't, you know, you don't need proof. You just go into the medicine and you'll figure it out. All right, so... So you've, if you've been slammed, and it literally is like being slammed by a 100-foot wave, right? You're pinned to the ground by this thing. I was pinned down to ensure that I would never, right, get my power back. So the medicine, you know, removes and removes, and then there you are, this sort of, you know, you've realized that you've been starved, right? You've been, you're a refugee, really, from yourself, you've been stripped of your power. And so the medicine, so first of all, you get your power by seeing, right? By going into these ceremonies, by removing the resistances that have kept you from seeing the truth. And then you start building your power back, right? So all, every time a resistance is removed, a piece of your consciousness is returned. A piece of your power is returned. So that you can go up to these energies. In my case, it's this virus. And not back down. And every time you're getting a piece of your power back. right? So now it's weakened because it can't live with you having your power. The very reason it's there is that so you don't. It's hidden inside your system. You know, it's terrified you to the point that you've built all these people around it, right? Or this version of a life that's all kind of like, you know, very f- apparently looks great, looks Instagram ready, but really is just a fucking nightmare, right? It's, it's, there's no power. It's all weakness. It's all, you know, submitting to other people. Oh, you know, if I'm, if I'm an architect, then I look good, then he has power, then we all, you know, it's all this shit. In the end, I was making up for this unbelievably weak, you know, father who I think was gay and was repressed and who sold me to, you know, a pedophile ring so he could start his business. I mean, the whole thing is revolting, right? All of it, and again, it was a trap. They were casualties of this thing, but all of it was basically, you know, you have no power. You don't have any. In fact, you know, in a ceremony in Brooklyn, the first thing, you know, after when I was in the second half of this journey, which the first half was getting rid of seeing my parents, second part was like, I've got to get, face this thing. It was, dick was in my mouth. It was like on a throne. And I was this little four-year-old. So 
whatever is, and, and again, this is just my experience because this is, in this is particularly my, my version of of being, um, shut down, but you know. Children are shut down all day, every day, by people screaming at them, by telling them they're not enough. And then, of course, by the way, all of this stuff, which also comes with this horrific religious crap, is, you know, judgment and blame and shame and shaming you into your refusal and blaming you into refusal and judging you. I mean, it's the whole thing. It's just one big geezer of poison. It's like projectile vomiting people's shit onto children. So however bad the offense, it's all going to shut down a child because children are vulnerable. They're helpless. And, you know, childhood is the breeding ground of the dark. Just is, right? That's when you're, <clears throat> you know, you're, you can be captured because you're helpless and vulnerable. And so these energies are absolute cowards. So that's what you're looking to reclaim is your power, your spirit, right? Your truth, your essence, what makes you you? It's like, I just saw a fantastic TikTok video. This little boy was making clothes for his little friend and he was genius. He was just like doing it. Like he was out, he was sewing and measuring and I'm like, oh my God, right? We're born with our essence, but it's damaged on arrival. That's all. Everything is stolen here. Then nothing comes. Daffodils don't need clonopin, right? Palm trees aren't medicated. All of this shit happens on arrival. And why? Because they're apes. And apes want to rule the world and all that shit. It's all crap. And they're stupid. So, yeah. Nothing is imperfect in nature. It just is what it is. And also, in nature, I don't see five people winning and everybody else struggling to be part of nature. No. Everybody wins. They're the exact version of themselves. A tiger is a tiger. Right? A seahorse is a seahorse. All of it is this unique version of itself. A seahorse doesn't want to be a tiger. Right? So... On many fronts, it's a fuck up. It's a it's a it's a mind fuck here. Um, so going to the medicine is is an act of going to get your power back. And again, this is my specific uh, journey. What happened? Everybody's is extremely unique, and you know it could be all sorts of different things, and the whole journey will be very different. But the end goal is to become whole, right? It's just to become one thing, to get that shattered piece, that piece of you is shattered by the events, right? Your left leg is in Holland, your right leg is in Australia, your head's rolling around in Asia. It, all of it needs to be pulled back together. <clears throat> the wedge that separates them has to be faced. And that wedge is the event that separated them. And all the feelings and all the truth about what, <clears throat> what holds that wedge in place. My fear isn't my fear now. 
It's the fear of my little girl, my fear of being alone, having parents that can't hack it, that don't have any strength, my fear of, you know, being sent to a pedophile ring where I had to see children being abused. This absolute threat of death, there's nothing I can do. I'm four and five, and I'm surrounded by basically hell. And so I have to submit, right? I have to accommodate all this horror and make it work because these people are so fucking useless, right? But again, it's all a trap. So, but that imprinting is then what builds your whole life, right? Like, why am I accommodating this shitbag? I didn't, first of all, I, you know, I didn't even, I just shut it down. So I didn't even know it existed within me in the hopes of focusing on saving my own parents by doing well, by having success, blah, blah, blah. Which, by the way, never works out anyway because it's not real, right? Um, you can't create a life out of fear. That's not a life. That's a very weak thing. It doesn't, can't, doesn't have any momentum. It has no truth to it. It's built out of fear. The fear is true, but again, you can't be whole if you've been shattered, right? So it is like sending a meteor to the earth, right? Dinosaurs die, everything is frozen up. So these events that have severed you, <coughs> it's like Hiroshima, right? It's one big blast that shuts everything down. You know, either sends you into a coma or sends you your spirit flying into some other realm. But it's a shutdown. So everything you've built needs to be dissolved. And that in itself is a whole trajectory. Until, you know, the, the holy grail is the original experience. And even when you get to the original experience, the thing that shut you down, like, for example, with me, it was this vile creature and pedophile even when I got here I still had to continue to you know to go through it right even when it was shown to me in the medicine which is the worst experience of my life the medicine still kept working on tearing now it was now it was just me and this thing right now I'd finally seen it now the medicine has to keep working on tearing its power out right down Finally, I get to see it. I didn't even, I couldn't see it before. It wasn't available to me. This last ceremony became, there it is. Right. So everything is being put back together as you go deeper into this thing. You're going to see all your shame, all the power it had over you, all its clever tricks, right? And then you can say, fuck, I've never been here. I've never been here. Right? So, you know, that's when the true victory begins. And all your, st I mean, I had in my head stories like, oh, do you think so-and-so is going to like this? It was always like my whole life was based on other people's version of whether they liked me or not. That's insane. Like, who gives a shit, right? But that's what prison looks like. 
So now it's not just, I'm going to get this shit out of me completely. I want all my power back. But if this thing is everywhere, then we've got to scorch it off the face of the earth. There's just no way about this, right? It's not just in me. I just happen to, you know, do the marathon. This shit's everywhere. My friend said to me, oh, can you see it? And me, I'm like, I don't know, I can't see it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Right? Why can't we see it? Because we're so distracted. We're so, it's like insane how we're running the other way. We're so scared. We're terrified. We won't make it. We won't have enough money. We have, you know. We're all so severed from each other, we're all so disconnected from everything, from ourselves, mostly medicated up, right? Work hard, play hard, yeah, whatever. You have to know who you are, there's just no, yeah. And you know, you can pretend to know, great, pretend all you like. I, I, I knew, of course I knew who I was. What are you, serious? Yeah, I know who I am. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eight years later, fucking a virus is sitting inside of me. Insane. That's the greatest gift. The greatest gift is to know who the enemy is or who, to, you know, who holds you hostage. You know, everything else is a palliative, right? Oh, I'm going to take some medication. I mean, my low-level anxiety, or I'm going to talk about it with a shrink. Thinking is a mechanism, also a defense mechanism. It's all a defense mechanism. All of it needs, you literally need to be numbed, which is what the medicine does. The medicine numbs you all completely and then comes into... um, take everything. I mean, just to show you everything. So, yeah. How do you do this simultaneously with your life? You, you figure it out. It happens. I don't, don't even ask me, but it works somehow. You can make it work. I think it's, again, like a commitment. You know, you want to go be the greatest skier, you practice. You want to go climb the Himalayas, you dedicate, you know, now every day to doing whatever it is. You want to surf the greatest wave, you know, you just keep practicing, right? You can do everything simultaneously. It's just a commitment, right? Um, you know, is it difficult? Yeah, everything is, you know. <coughs> Practicing just to, to arrive a hundred foot wave is difficult, you know. It's doable. It's all doable. You just have to have the commitment to want to do it. To spend, well, I say to give yourself that much love, right? To connect with yourself, to truly connect with yourself that's a huge thing 
Um, you know, I think ultimately, you know, it's that, was it Aristotelian guy or Plato or, you know, you know, know who you are, right? Know who you truly are. I think also for yourself and for everyone, I think you can love in a huge way when you've done this journey for yourself because you this is a journey of self-love. It's a journey of your awakening, right? Not in any spiritual woo way, but just like, what the fuck is holding me hostage, right? It's the love for your little child, for the innocence of your child. Right, if they were hurt by it in any way. It's, you know, rescuing your light from the dark. And to be whole, to be made whole. And to be really deprogrammed, that's it. Because every resistance is a conditioning. You know, it's like I had to shape myself into this ridiculous form in order to sustain all this horror and to, and also to accommodate it. I don't want to accommodate this shit. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? Eat shit and die, right? I don't shit in me. I don't want to be living with this shit inside of me. Accommodating that horror? No, right? You know, does it take time? Yeah. Yeah, if you've been a, you know, a refugee in a camp for fucking 60 years, yeah. It takes time. It's like you don't feed a starving man a banquet. Little by little, you give them little morsels, right, until they can finally eat again. Um, yeah. And you have to go in the medicine. Is the medicine easy? No, it's extremely. I wouldn't wish the medicine on anyone. I don't mean it in a bad way, but it's, you know, you have to face your shit. That's it. It's like the medicine sticks your face in your shit. Right? There's no hiding or making up a story or pretending it out of existence or, you know, tap dancing around any of this stuff. It's like, I'm going to put your face in your, in your shit. You're not going to like it one bit, right? But you need to see it to heal, right? You need to puke out all that energy, all those resistances, all that form, shape that you've formed, that you've twisted yourself into to accommodate this crap. You know, my clarion cause, yes. I'm going to save my parents. At the same time, I was being beaten up and abused. Oh, fuck. That doesn't matter. I've got to save them. I was carrying all sorts of things. You know, secrets I'd given away to them. Contracts I'd made to make all of this shit work. All I could see in front of me was this shit. So, 
Yeah, the medicine's going to stick your, your whole fucking face in it. And say, look, this is what you did to accommodate this crap. This is the manipulations. This is the refusal of you that you did. Listen, here, listen, you refuse yourself here, here, and here. This is how you manipulated people. It's not pretty. I mean, it's just, it's just like, you know, the whole sewer surfaces. And then you have to give it all up. And then you have to say, oh my God, this is who I really am. You know, all my costumes and my fake thing and my, all my tap dancing and my cover-ups are just, yeah, they've just been blown out of the water. This is who I am. This is how much I refused all of me. This is how much I accommodated the dark. This is how much I bonded with the dark. This is how much I, right? I was never here. It was a total wipeout and I never came out of the water. That's it. I drowned. In fact, I even saw it in an image early on when I was a child of just floating to the bottom of the ocean, like I'd been wiped out of just floating to the bottom of the ocean. My whole being, my whole spirit was just wiped out. Did they take my energy? Yeah. Then I just became all these people in terror and fear and paralysis with my like, you know, battle call of, I'm going to save these people. Get the fuck out of here, right? I was a hostage of evil. They were useless. So, it was all a joke, really. I mean, not a joke, but I was completely wiped out and taken by this crap. So, your power is your facing this. Your power is your admission. Your power is, yeah, stick my face in my shit. Open it all up. Let me see all of it and let's just remove all of it. And then let's respond accordingly. Let me not be cluttered with crap I can't see. And again, it's like a blinding, right? And then you start waking up. And you start seeing. Which is like getting your sight back. And then you realize, I'm none of this. And I've got to battle this piece to get my power back, which means, you know, it's like a muscle. You've got to keep practicing being you. Keep practicing being all of you. Silly, fabulous, crazy, loving, angry. All of you. The truth of it. Everything is felt. The other day I saw a picture of a family member. I just wanted to puke. It was like, ugh. I could see all of that dark and it's like, ugh, that's the truth. I don't have to pretend and go, oh, poor thing, really, no, 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 yuck, just yuckety yuck, ugh. That is my response, my real response, as opposed to, oh, let me just accommodate all the horror of that person. Let me accommodate all the horror and make that person nice. Let's just go make that stinking piece of dump of shit that's the stench is like, 
we can smell it. And let me just go perfume it. No, it's like, no, it's a stench of shit. You know, it's like being found under the rubble, right? Because the whole city was like bombed and you're in the rubble. Right, you've been castrated and... Now you have to sort of shake off all the rubble and start trusting your power and trusting your own intuition and trusting who you are and really rebuilding yourself as you are, right? Taking all your power back. Doing what's connected to you. What's true to you, the truth of you. Not living in the shadows, <clears throat> in fear. In all your pretend roles. You'll understand. The medicine will show you the whole landscape. Why it happened, when it started. It's very clever. Again, we're a tiny piece of this cosmos, tiny piece of this universe in some corner. I, I call it the broken crockery shop here. You have to live in this body that, you know, rots basically. It's, it's a lot of upkeep. It's a lot of work. There's a, not a lot of information in this particular dimension. We're sort of shut down by physics and laws and all this stuff. Time space. In the medicine, you're going into an unlocked consciousness. There's much more advanced technology, healing, knowledge, information. Plants have been here for 700 million years. We've been here for 7 million. And they can, they can, you know, you can get into access all that information in the other universe. But it doesn't come easily. You have to work for it. The medicine's going to make you, yeah, she's going to make you work for it. And you're going to have to show the loyalty commitment, right, that this kind of entry into this world is, is, is worth, right? It's like, she's not going to just let you in. You've got to prove that you're, you're willing to do the work, you're willing to connect. That's how this thing works. It's like any commitment to something that you love, to someone that you love, and to the, your conviction, right? Yeah, you can say you believe in everything. Yeah, I believe in that. But, you know, you believe in nothing until you're your back's up against the wall and there's a gun to your head, right? Then choose, then make that decision. So she's going to demand, the medicine demands your absolute commitment if you want to heal. In the same way, if you want to climb the Himalayas, right? It's a commitment. Or surf a great wave. Or travel around the world on a boat by yourself, right? Single-handedly. You're going to have to there's a commitment there. There's a commitment to a mission. For me, it was, I'm going to find my little, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to 
heal my little girl no matter what. At first it was like, I just want to heal. Then it was like, no, I need to heal. I need to go rescue my little girl. I had no idea why she was stuck. Yeah, so in a way it's quite straightforward, right? It's a commitment. In the same way, it's a huge commitment to entering into this whole other realm of understanding. And it becomes a, an odyssey. It becomes a, a hero's journey in a way, right? I have these, at my, where I meditate and where I connect to the medicine, I have two fabulous, and they're always a, a sort of a reminder of what I'm doing. And one is, I got them at that, uh, Schwartz, is it that children's toy company? FAO Schwartz. I got this fantastic medieval knight on a horse. So going in, it's like faced into the wall. It's this medieval knight. Like you're going into battle. You're going in, you know, to this forest of darkness. And this, I got this beautiful pink literary reindeer at ABC home at Christmas. And she's as shiny and pink and beautiful. And it's like, yeah, you're going back to release your spirit, right? Your spirit that was trapped in the dark. Yeah. So it's amazing. When we are, when we connect to something, when we decide to do something like we never know what that whole experience is going to like you can say you know I'm committed to losing a hundred pounds or something or and it's that commitment that discipline that dedication that conviction I think that's the word is the word here I think a very good word here is conviction the conviction to follow through with your intention you don't know what that will look like when you go into the medicine. You can, somebody can tell you, you know, you have to do 10 push-ups and three this and five those and every day, three times a week, day, whatever. There's, there's a, you know, there's a prescription for to get to that goal. Or, you know, if you're surfing, you're going to have to keep you're practicing this wave over and over. But in the medicine, you have no idea what that, when you make, when you sign on the dotted line, what that's going to look like. You have no idea. But you know. There's one thing you will know, and that is the medicine doesn't stop until you've been healed completely. Bye. <laughs>